When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, good morning, everybody. ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Alan Yates, tough verses to start off the show. I, I like the mindset that you state for our first topic of the day, Alan Yates. All right. Uh, Kyrie game the business. <laughs> Kyrie returned to the Nets. Last night, dropped 22, but uh, to me, more important was the way he looked. Uh, look, not primetime Kyrie, but mm-hmm. still doing things with that layup package of his that's like most people can't. And most importantly, a key contributor in an, in an almost 20-point comeback in a win. That's <laughs> on the road. So, have you... Have you guys you guys been to museums before? You guys seen art, right? Of course. Um, you know, for me, a couple of years ago, I got a chance to go to, to France and go to Paris and see the Louvre, and you see like abstract art sometimes. And there are times I stare at abstract art, and I'm with you know a, a professional um, and a guy who's breaking down, telling me about Jackson Pollock and all these incredible abstract artists, right? Some of the most famous, and I'm staring at the art. I'm like just in the in, in shock, in awe of it. And I feel like when I watch Kyrie, I'm looking at abstract art. Like, it's hard for me to really talk you through the complexities of it Mm. to make you understand, to simplify it for you. Mm -hmm. But what I'm watching, what I'm seeing is something that's so spectacular. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. Just because it's... Slow up one second. You're saying because of your deep knowledge of basketball, watching Kyrie... To try to explain it to just a basketball you fan, you can't. It, you'd have to. It would take too long. Like you love Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley can always simplify something uh. for you, put it into layman's terms. I can't do that with Kyrie Irving. I can't. It, it's um, you're. It's like uh, paying attention to a grandmaster playing chess. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't put it into layman terms for people because it's there are levels to this. And when I obviously Katie's on a different level. But just watching last night, imagine taking seven months off from playing against professional athletes in your last NBA game where you roll your ankle and then compound that with everything that we have going off the court and then say, all right, you know, for the next two months, you're not going to get a chance to train with professional athletes. You're going to work out and play flag football on the streets of New York and New Jersey and play against college kids and then come back in your first NBA game and shoot 50% plus from the field and score 22 points. And still feel rusty and not feel like you're even close to where you should be. That's Kyrie Irving. Key, your impressions of Kyrie's return. Well, I, I mean, look, what, what, do you, what is it? 22 points, 10 in the fourth quarter, three steals. I mean, you could tell based on the course of the game, the feel of the game was coming back to him. Like Jay just said, you've been off seven months. No matter what, it's like riding a bicycle for Kyrie Irving, Okay. He will never forget how to ride a bicycle, assuming he knows how to ride one. I'm sure he does, but it, it, it's like that. Well, so other I people mean, that's sure just, you worry about. That's just, you know, who he is. It's, it, it's professional athletes. It's muscle memory. Things aren't going to look smooth day one. By the time he get to his fifth, sixth, seventh game on the road, he'll look like box office Kyrie Irving. 
And for the most part, even for me, I was impressed. I still was like, dude, 9-17, man, what's the problem? You know, he's only going to get better. If you think about some of the passes, the one particular pass in the middle of the lane that he decided to, to give to Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant decided to have a little turnaround right there. That was like, oh, okay, I see what this is. But you can certainly tell he is a professional basketball player and not an amateur. Jay, when you say, like, that's what we're doing here, right, on, on the radio right now, is trying to express, you know, you're, in, in, when you're talking about basketball, your level of expertise. So even though it's like, you know, I understand you, you got to take us to basketball 101 and start to build the whole thing to explain what you're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. But can you get into some of the things that are so difficult to explain that he's that he does on the court. Can you at least general in general terms explain it to people? So he he could change angles better than anybody in the league. And what I mean by that is, you know, in, in a lot of times in basketball they teach you about changing speed. So imagine if you're in a car and you're going 90 miles an hour, and then you stop and you go 20 miles an hour, and then you go 50 miles an hour, then you bring it back to five miles an hour. Trying to guard that, right? Trying to pace that other car. If you're next to me trying to pace that car, you have no idea what speed I'm going to go, right? So it's hard for you to adjust, to stop. His ability to do that defensively, if you're that pacing car, you're trying to guard me defensively. You can't stay with my speed because you have no idea what speed I'm going. I can hit speed so fast and change angles so fast with the ball on a yo-yo, with the best handle I've ever seen, with the ability to pass and shoot as crisp as he does. It's a... you have two of the most unguardable players on the planet on one team and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And we're also talking about a guy in James Harden who is having somewhat of an off year. Yeah. Who you would put in that same bucket to a degree, Max. Yeah. Regardless of whether you have them only for road games or not, that's one hell of a weapon to have in your arsenal when you need it. You know what's interesting to me, too, guys, that Kyrie is the one who goes to Harden last year. All right, you take the ball, you run the point. And it's interesting because, I mean, he and LeBron kind of shared those responsibilities. But when Harden took over the point, remember they were trying to feel it out early last year, and they didn't play a whole lot together. But it allowed Kyrie to – it freed him up to do what he needed to do, I think, last year. And if they figure that out this year again, if it's just Harden controlling the point and – you know, that could help Harden and help Kyrie. Well, I, I think it's apparent. Kevin Durant's the most gifted scorer I've ever seen, but this is Kyrie Irving's team. It really is. And you can, you can go back and you can, you know, hypothesize about this. You know, when LeBron James and Kyrie were on the same team in Cleveland, Max, I'll ask you, and Key, I'll ask you too, what are the odds you think LeBron James would have made that game-winning shot that Kyrie made against Golden State? I think by then LeBron had shaken whatever those demons were. But I hear what you're saying. I hear what but you're saying. But it's like in that moment. Kyrie is a in, clutch in player. That, in that moment, yeah. Kyrie, you felt like the gravity all went towards Kyrie. Yep. And you still kind of feel that way. I'm not saying he would take the last shot with Kevin Durant on the floor. But you still feel like the ball would be in his hands to make that decision about if Kevin was going to make the last shot. Well, it's interesting because Kyrie Irving said when he played with KD – this is the first dude who he's like, oh, it's okay, you can take. He meant as a scorer on offense. The first dude he ever played with where he's like, okay, he's even better than me, right? And he's just really being honest, and he's probably right. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless because this is what that same Kevin Durant had to say about Kyrie. 
His game is just so beautiful. Makes the game so much easier for everybody out there. And it was amazing to see him out on the floor again. Crowd showed him so much love. Teammates, you know, just the game of basketball is happy to have him back. He made the game so much more difficult for the Pacers. It's giving us a different attack, especially in the fourth quarter. And keep building on this. That's straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. So what is next for the Nets and Kyrie? Teams play... The team plays two home games, so he's ineligible to play those games because he's not vaccinated and it's indoors and in New York. Kyrie's next game will be Monday when the Nets play at Portland on the second end of a back-to-back after playing at home on Sunday afternoon. So that kind of helps them, right? They're playing the second of back-to-back. The second... The, the second leg is on the road, and Kyrie will be fresh. So they play against Milwaukee, which will be a, a big-time game at home, then San Antonio, which they should win that game, then at Portland, and then at Chicago. So at Portland, Dame should probably be back by then, considering off the injury that he has. Um, and then at Chicago, Chicago's number one team in the East. That's going to be a monster matchup game. And that's, that's Lonzo Ball, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, going against Kyrie. Look, I think it helps to have Kyrie in any capacity – on your team, regardless of if you're having continuity issues or not. Yeah, hey, Keith. Jay, yeah. let me ask you this because I don't know the answer to it. Can he uh, attend the game even though he's not going to play like in New York for the Knicks? Can he be on the bench? I don't think he's allowed in the building. Okay. I, I didn't know the answer to that. So. I don't know the answer to that offhand either. Yeah, I'm because I know. So it's because like I, not I know. For me personally. I, I've I been to Brooklyn the... games before. Like they check your vaccination status. Mm. Uh, you have to get tested there for contact tracing. So I, I don't think they're letting unvaccinated people in to watch games. Okay. Hmm. All right. Regardless if he's on the team or not. Yeah, but I, it is interesting, key to me that in a way, like so, what's what's the what's the safest bet for sports betters usually? Second of back to back NBA on the road. That team loses, like, whatever it is, 70% of the time. Now they're going to play second of back-to-back. At least the, the, the back half of that, the back leg of that is on the road across the country, like the farthest point. But Kyrie would be fresh. Everyone else is coming off a game, but he's going to have fresh legs for that game. That's a big advantage for the Nets, actually. And, Key, I'll ask you this. What do you think the odds are that – do you think this team will have a hiccup with Kyrie? In terms of what, like, just like, in general, like you know how we uh, we're obviously going to talk about AB today, and I'm not saying that Kyrie oh, no, and AB, but no, just, no, like no, something no, that no, you no, think no, it's just be all no. smooth sailing from here it's on smooth, out. But it hasn't been a hiccup. Like what has been? I agree. Yeah. The, what has been the real problem with Kyrie outside? He has his own opinions, his own views. He hasn't disrupted the team internally. Obviously, things that he did externally affected the team internally. But it's not. We're not dealing with. This ain't the same, yeah. right? It just it. Well, you know, Keon. Some people will try to put him in that cat. Like it's always gonna yeah, be something. But they try to put me in the AB category. So well, come on now, yeah, I hear seriously. You. We're on the same they, page. They try to align me as the same situation with AB. I'm like, how much weed y'all been smoking early in the morning? <laughs> well, no, I'm but like, the, let's be fair. Let's <laughs> let, like, Cali, to be <laughs> to be, to be um, objective, right? Kyrie on the Nets, you cannot say Kyrie's made the Nets better, right? But in the past, like with Boston and before he got KD and Harden there, 
there were times where it's like, how is this team no better with Kyrie on it? It doesn't make sense. That has not been the case with Harden and KD. That ain't what Jay was talking about, though. We weren't talking about Cleveland and Boston. We were talking about the Nets. Yeah. I, well, I, I know I'm saying, but that when you when you talk about someone's reputation, that follows them. For example, we're going to get into A.B. in a little bit. By the way, Max, what happened, Boston? His reputation is following him. I told you, Jay. I know. The NFL's MVP calls an MVP voter a bum. It's in 20 minutes. But coming up, Kyrie got a late start on the season while someone else that I just mentioned got an early exit to his. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear hotline. So we've finally heard from Antonio Brown after his mid-game exit against the Jets on Sunday. Or at least we've heard from Antonio Brown's team put together a statement. We uh, had heard from Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, how concerned they are about him. They love him and all this. Brady does at least. Here's in part what A.B. said in a statement released by his camp yesterday. Quote, I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle, but he knew that. It was well documented and we had discussed it, Brown said. He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, Coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, you're done, while he ran his finger across his throat. Mm. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, I was done with the Bucs. So this is A.B.'s side of the story. And the reason, Key, that I um, referred to A.B. in the last segment, we're talking about Kyrie, is we're talking about reputations following players, right? And we could forget about Kyrie because you could say, well, it's unfair in Kyrie's case. But in A.B.'s case, assumptions are made based on his history of behavior. Now we're hearing from A.B. What do you think about his statement? Well, first of all, what I'm going to say is 
<laughs> I'm not an English major. So, but I do know. Wait, wait, why, why, is, that, why is that relevant? <laughs> because the statement was released on AB's social media accounts, and it looks very uh, professional, so to speak. And it's not, you know, a lot of, a lot of eyes dotted the right way. A lot of commas in the right places. All those sort of things. Kellerman and Johnson. Kellerman and Johnson. It looks, it looks like a perfectly <laughs> written statement. With that being said, you know, yes, AB has had a history of issues with teams and front office personnel, but that doesn't make him wrong in this particular instance, because if he, if what he's saying is true. If he has an MRI, and if we all know AB, and he has a, a receipt, so to speak, from medical officials, and he has text messages communicating with the Buccaneers and the staff, as he alluded to, and it says that, hey, something is wrong seriously with my ankle, and these are the issues, and he releases those things like we know AB to do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Bruce Arians are going to have to answer a lot of questions. His behavior of running off the field is not acceptable. He could have very well sat on the bench, went into the locker room, changed his clothes, came back out. It dealt with it more in a professional manner inside the locker room, the way that I would have handled it. If I wanted to curse their butts out, I would have done it at the, at the end of the game and put them in their place. But some people are different. Some people handle situations different. Now, it, I don't think that he would just make this particular stuff up and say his ankle is needs surgery and the bones are sticking out and, the, and, and ligaments are torn off the bone. I don't, that's a lot, right? That's egregious. That's a lot to say that the coaching staff and the, and the medical staff wanted you to go back into the game even though you've already taken me, uh, uh, painkillers and things to get you ready to play and then this is happening to you. And then they have the paper trail saying that this is what's Key, wrong with you. It's going to be an issue. Key, I want to follow up quickly because I have a question for Jay, but I want to follow up quickly. We see him running off the field. Hmm. And he's, they address that in the statement, right? Adrenaline's pumping. It's not the same yeah, as making a absolutely. football move. Absolutely. On the other hand, the standards in football, like in boxing, by the way, like in combat sports in a way because it is full contact, the standards for players, to me, it's different than like basketball or baseball or something. You're expected to play um, through pain. It, he looks like he like, like when Pete when fans see him running like that, they're like, "Hold up, time out." Looks like you can run. What's your quick thought on that? Well, like the statement says, yeah, he might be able to jog. He ain't going fifty miles an hour as if he would be playing in a football game. He is not coming to a dead stop and changing directions like he would do in an actual football game. I broke my ankle, and I was still able to limp to a degree into the locker room and put enough weight on it. And if you saw me, it was like, oh, it's a sprained ankle. No, it was broken. Mm. So it's, it's you you got to be careful when you start trying to play medical doctor from the stands. Yeah, just because he's jogging. Jay, everything Key is saying is right. Yeah. If, if like, w- the evidence will come out, and we will see if the Bucks have some explaining to do. Well, that's what we need to see. On the other hand, doesn't matter what he's done in the past, he may be right in this case. On the other hand, your past does follow you, mm-hmm. and he's not credible with me. Like, I need to see. It's not like just because he says something, now I believe it. I want to see what happens. What's your feeling about, you know, where A.B. is in all this? 
Well, frankly, after reading his message yesterday, Key, I'm like, okay, I want to hear from the doctor in New York City. And I I know there's HIPAA things and that sort, but like I want to hear from professionals about what the evaluation actually is to understand it more so. Um, I I said this yesterday, though, like there's still and, and Key, I'm glad you addressed that. You said there is a way to handle conflict, but I do think the tough-minded mentality of Bruce Arians, if he did put his thumb across his throat and say, you're done, um, understanding who A.B. is and how he will react that way, if he does have the evidence, that will be a poor showing for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And what it does bring into the situation afterwards, too, is, and A.B. talked about this in his message, people talking about, you know, he has to get help, right? And, and hearing that, I, look, I, I jumped to that conclusion yesterday, and I'll be the first to admit it. Like, like, there's something to me taking off your shirt and running off the field, even if you're angry. I go, but Key, let's be real about it. We'll be transparent. <laughs> something I, is clearly yes. Wrong like, I, I go back to that, Key. I go back to that, right? But if that is the case, and there is something that got him to that point for him to react that way, and he does has he does have evidence, then I'll be the first to issue him an apology. You know, Word Jay. Up. Real talk. You, you, you know, man. Certain things trigger certain people. And you have to know how to handle and deal with certain people. Bruce Arians may have told him, you're done, you're cut with the, with the throat slash because I'm tired of dealing with you. It's been something every single time I look up with you. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, they're losing to the New York Jets. Think about what I just said. They're losing to the New York Jets. Imagine what Bruce Arians was thinking mm-hmm. on that sideline. But at the same time, he needed to realize and recognize that I'm talking to Antonio Brown. I had to handle that very, very delicately because if I don't, he may explode much like he did. And that, and, and look, in the end, everything is going to come to the surface. And I understand what Max is saying. Max is saying that, hey, he's got you know, to show me because in the past he's done some stuff. And I feel the same way, but I also look at, the letter of that was written, the statement by somebody <laughs> that, hey, they're not putting all those people's names in there not to come yeah. out with the truth. Exactly. Yeah, they're no, just not I, doing that. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Look, and, and we, got, we got some, hey, I, I shouldn't say bills to pay according to Key. What am I supposed to say again, Key? You got to remind me. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Get to break. We got to get to break. There you go. Um, the MVP called an MVP voter an absolute bum. So will it cost him another MVP? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including Diana Rossini in 10 minutes. But two days ago, Hub Arkish, one of the 50 voters for the NFL MVP, said on a Chicago radio station that he was not voting for MVP frontrunner Aaron Rodgers because he was a bad guy and the biggest jerk in the league. Bad guy. Well, Rodgers was <laughs> asked about this yesterday, and this is what he said. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the off season, that you know I had zero chance of winning the VP. In my opinion, should exclude, you know, future future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I mean, I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. You know, so if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with an, an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. The NBVP. <laughs> The most valuable vaccinated player, Max. I'm with Aaron Rodgers 100%, though. 1,000. This has nothing to do with his ability on the football field. And Aaron Rodgers is not a bad guy. Just because he made a decision to not be vaccinated and kind of, you know, tote the fence, play games, lie, whatever you want to call it, doesn't make him a bad guy. I can tell you about bad guys and show you bad guys. So – you know, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he called him a bum because that's the way Aaron Rodgers feel. And, and you know, sometimes, it, it, for me, things like this is, is interesting and it becomes personal because I understand where Aaron Rodgers is coming from. I have so many people and I've had so many people in my professional career, both on and off the field, try to depict who I was and they never had a chance to even have a, a, a cup of coffee with me, even though I don't drink coffee. Let alone a sandwich for lunch. Oh, he doesn't drink coffee. Never he doesn't ever drink coffee. What's wrong had with anybody Johnson? at all like that come to me and you don't even know me? And that's what Aaron Rodgers is saying. Like, this dude doesn't even know who I am, but he's saying I'm a bad guy. Like, I, that's crazy to me. And I, you, Max, you don't know this, and Jay, you probably have experienced this. When people start writing things and saying things and ain't had two words with you. Well, I've In fact, they had, they never even seen you play other than on YouTube. It's crazy. <laughs> Max has said, oh, yeah, oh, I've, yeah no, I've experienced that. that. But, look, I, I'll <laughs> say this. Let's put aside – Rodgers believes he, that Arkish 
feels this way because he's unvaccinated. Let's put aside the specifics for a second. And also the fact that Arkish ain't even supposed to say that, you know, who he's voting for or not voting for. Like, that's Mm -hmm. against the rules. So he had to apologize Wednesday night, writing, (laughs) and I quote, I made a terrible mistake. I was completely my fault. There's no one else to blame, and I'm here to try to apologize. I own this. I couldn't be more sorry. To Rodgers, to Aaron Rodgers, he wrote, you are one of the greatest players of this generation, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Whether or not you're this year's MVP is up to the 50-member panel, neither me nor my critics. He wrote this on Shaw Media. Now, here's what's interesting to me, guys, about all this philosophically. The point seemed to me at first to be, forget about the fact you're not allowed to say this out loud because you keep, people can't know who you are and aren't voting for, that he thought it was close. He mentioned Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup are right there with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying if it's close, I want to give it the tiebreaker to me is off the field whatever because that can affect the locker room whatever else a lot like in other words I wouldn't make the argument for Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor but if someone said it's close between Rodgers and Brady and I think Brady's leadership in these different ways is better than Rodgers I'm going to give it to Brady now I disagree I think my vote would go to Rodgers for MVP if I had Mm -hmm. a vote but if someone wanted to vote for Brady based on that key I'm good yeah there's nothing there's nothing wrong Jay with voting for Brady there's nothing wrong voting for Jonathan Taylor but clear-cut, in my opinion, is Aaron Rodgers as the MVP. Tom Brady had a nice run, making it, you know, push. It looked like it was headed in that direction. And then some things slowed down while Aaron Rodgers is just smooth selling alone. Um, you know, first round by, chance to clinch again and go to the Super Bowl, be in the NFC Championship game at home. I mean, you start looking at all of those sort of things. To me, he's a clear-cut favorite. Cooper Cup is offensive player of the of, of the NFL. He's an offensive player. That's that's as far as I would go with Cooper Cup. I think Ar- Argus's um comments are ridiculous. Both his comment about Aaron Rodgers being a bad guy and I think he gave a BS apology. His apology was about sharing his opinion publicly. It wasn't about actual opinion, right? It was about sharing it publicly. And this just calls into question for me whether the Associated Press Press should actually be the arbiter of the NFL award, uh, MVP award. Anyway, when you have people like this who are willing to go out there and call somebody a bad guy, stick to – can we just talk about sports, please? Like, can we talk about on-the-field performance, Max? Straight on-the-field performance. Wait a minute. This is what I'm saying, Jay. Not I, about whether somebody – Let me put it to you. Let me put it to you. Don't, especially in a game like football where, where um, like, trusting teammates, where – just the level of adrenaline you can play with, where you, your mind has to be able to overcome uh, uh, you know, adversity in terms of just physical pain and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When you talk about that context and you have a leader like, let's say, Tom Brady, okay, and then someone can identify Aaron Rodgers, and in their opinion, even if they've never met him, what they've observed leads them to believe that he doesn't lead as well. Isn't that even if it is even if they're thirteen and three, even if they clinch the division, like all, all this, like he's not a good the, leader. No, it's that the other team also is really good, and he believes. But he didn't use Tom Brady as part of his argument. But that's okay. I'm saying hypothetically. I that's why I disagree with Taylor yeah, okay. Cup. But I do agree if someone said 
Tom Brady. That's just my opinion. Someone else, like Key said, Jonathan Taylor is a perfectly good candidate for MVP, right? But see, but see, Max. Yeah. If 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 you don't believe that somebody's a great leader, especially at quarterback, they're not going to be any good. Thank you, Key. Bad bad quarterbacks. I mean, bad. I'm sorry. Bad leaders at quarterback aren't any good. They can't play football. Every single quarterback that's good is a hell of a leader. Okay, but you could still think there are degrees of leadership, and one is lacking compared to another. But see, but I, you're making yeah, a hypothetical you, argument, but, Max. I'm talking about what's actually right in front of me, mm-hmm. a realistic argument towards what he's saying. And, and my thing is when you bring personal bias about whether you think somebody's a good leader or not, but the stats talk about this dude being 69% completion percentage, 35 touchdowns, four interceptions. He leads the league in passer rating, and they have number one overall now, seed. But, come on. And by the way, here's another, here's, another inconvenient, here's another inconvenient fact, by the way. Now, while it is true you can get COVID whether or not you're vaccinated, obviously many people have. I'm talking to one, right? Yes. But – the fact of the matter is you are much more likely to get it if you are unvaccinated. That's a fact of the matter. That's science. And Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated and got COVID and missed the game. Now, is he that much better than Tom Brady this year that Brady can play an extra game? He is leading the league. Brady is in touchdowns, completions, attempts, the whole thing, and still be better than Brady. By the way, my answer is yes by a little bit. But it would be legitimate, Diana, I think, Diana Rossini joins us in studio, if someone else said, no, I think it's too close that if Brady's played an extra game, that, that it should go to Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers deserves to be the league MVP. And I don't think it's an argument um, just because Tom Brady played one extra game and perhaps has a, a little difference in, in, in a stat because of that. Uh, you know, Jay touched on it. The fact that, that we are judging, or at least this reporter is judging Aaron Rodgers based on just how he feels about him. I was trying to think of another award out there, something that everyone else can relate to, you know, like the Oscars, let's say, right? When an actor wins that award, we don't care about what he does away from the movie, right? Don't we just watch the movie? No, at least those, actually, those they, are major campaigns by studios to try to promote they, their person. They promote them, but it's based on their body of work. It's based on what they put on film, at the end, they don't care. Let's just say Russell Crowe as an example right now, right? So Beautiful mind. Let's just say he had some situations away from the movies that perhaps would make us judge him as a person, as a man. Uh, do you think that has any effect on whether or not yes. they – you think that they care? Yeah. Well, then why did he win? Because at that point, maybe not, depending on what you do. But, for example, if Mel Gibson – we're a better actor. He's pretty good, right? Yeah. Like, he would probably have a hard time winning one. Maybe, but, like, certainly in the aftermath of some of the things. I, I think, you guys are talking about subjective measures, yeah. though. I'm talking about what's right in front of you and, and what, what the Green Bay Packers' record is, where they are in the NFC, what they've been able to accomplish. Like, I'm talking about facts, not subjectively how you feel. Sure. About All of and, and, Jay, I, and, and, Key, Jay, I've, I've talked to players about this topic uh, because everyone has an opinion about it because it, it's interesting. We haven't seen something like this. And, you know, players always say to me, and, and granted, they're going to they're gonna be on the side of Aaron. Uh, I had one player say to me yesterday, this guy doesn't know Aaron. He doesn't know what he's like in the locker room. He thinks he knows as athletes, we put out what we want the world to believe, but he doesn't know who he is as a man. How can he use that against him in, in, in basically t- trying to take away from what he's doing on the field, which is, is incredible? 
Well, I, that's why it's ridiculous, Diana, because you get writers and you get people, especially in this world and day and age, with all the blogging and all the weird stuff that goes on in the media, you get people that just want to empower themselves and feel good. Look what I did to Aaron Rodgers. I told him something. And now he got to go backtrack because he put the cart before the horse. And by the way, to say nothing of he's doing a Chicago radio show, a divisional city <laughs> you know, of a divisional rival. Yeah. It's so and he, true. he doesn't like the Green Bay quarterback. Go figure. I know. All right. Huh? Diana Rossini giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Diana, let's play hot news or not news. Let's do it. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, well, you tell me. Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. (laughs) Hey. Okay. Derrick Henry returning to practice, Diana. Hot news or not news? It sounds like it would be hot, but it's not news to me. Here's why. If I thought he was actually going to play on Sunday against the Texans to try to help this Titans team uh, lock up that number one seed, it would be hot news. But from what I can gather, Derek's most likely not going to be playing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. See, it's hot news to me, Diana, just because of the simple fact that he's out there, even if he doesn't give it a go, and they beat the Texans, which I believe they are going to beat the Texans, yeah. they get the number one seed. He gets an opportunity to rest up again. He probably won't play for another, what, 18 days or something like that. So when you think about it, having him and having him – Back in the backfield, changed the entire landscape of the AFC conference. Hot, this is not hot news. This is sizzling. This is fire news. Diana, I can't believe you just said that. Because he's on. It's the Texans. The, the, well, it's the Titans, but yes. Uh, playing against I, the Texans. I, yeah, I get, well, what do you mean? Like, because he's playing the Texans? Yeah, well, you said he's not hot news because they're playing. He's not oh, playing against the Texans. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, they, do you think they need him? Their run game no. is pretty incredible right now without him. Yes. This is still Derrick Henry. He completely changes this offense, but he's pretty much on track. This is what they expected in terms of his return. He's okay. right on target. So, oh, that's, so you're saying maybe from that's the insider's why I don't think, perspective, you've been hearing about this for a while. Yeah, and, and okay. they've been pretty clear about when they expected him to return. So. See, for me as a fan, like yeah. I've been hearing about it, but I'm like, do I really believe it? Yeah. Like, is it really actually going to happen? Uh-huh. Now say now he I ain't going to play. Yeah. Now I see him on the field, and I'm like, ooh, just, uh, I just I, I know what you're saying. There, okay? I know. Like, yeah, this yeah. could be retroactively <laughs> hot news yes. if – if he doesn't play and they lose to the Texans and the Chiefs get the number oh, one seed, yeah. it will be retroactively hot news. Justin Fields to start Sunday. Hot news or not news, Diana? It is not hot news. He's the quarterback. He's healthy. He should be out there. I don't think that that's sizzling at all. Agreed. Yes, it's not news. He, like Diana said it. He's a quarterback. He's young. He needs the reps. The hot news is just that Maggie, Matt Nagy said it. And, and, <laughs> and that's every time Matt Nagy says anything, we're going to talk about it. Okay, a report in The Athletic that Jim Harbaugh could leave Michigan to return to the NFL. Diana, hot news or not news? That's hot news. And I think there are a lot of organizations that would be interested in hiring Jim Harbaugh. Guys, just look at his body of work. Anywhere he's gone, he's had success, especially initially with quarterbacks, right? We saw him at Stanford with Andrew Luck. We saw him with Colin Kaepernick with San Francisco. What better place for a guy like Harbaugh than the Jacksonville Jags to go down there with Trevor Lawrence, turn that entire Mm. organization around? I think that's a team that should be calling him right now, try to convince him to leave Michigan. Yeah, hot news. The only problem with that, though, Diana, is Jacksonville. Remember, there's Trim Bulky that's down there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that ain't going to (laughs) work. That's probably not going to work. That's a bit bit of an issue. It's the Chicago Bears. That is the hot news. Chicago, he played in Chicago. Justin Fields is there. Justin Fields played against him at Michigan. They, they, it works perfect for the Chicago Bears. They should be 
lining up however many planes they need to get on the tarmac and go pick him and his family up and get it done. I think it's hot news. you got to get that next paycheck while you're hot. And when you start looking at Coach's record against top ten opponents in college football and Ohio State, over the big scheme of things, it ain't good. So leverage while you're hot. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think he's one of those types that is after the money. He's no, so competitive. Saying, I hear you. You know, and and think about where he's at the landscape of college football for him. He's not going to be able to out recruit an Ohio State in Alabama. He kind of knows where Michigan is. They're not going to get much better. And they beat Ohio State this year. He 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 has that check. He can walk away looked at as having some success there. It's hot yeah, he news. Needs to get back it, in the National Football League, yeah. though. Yeah, it, it, it's hot news because. You beat Ohio State. You don't believe you're going to win a national championship? Get out now. Yeah, right see now. Ya. Leverage while you're hot. Case Keenum is backing Baker Mayfield. Hot news or not news, Diana? Not news. That's the job of the backup quarterback. I think the hot news would be is if Cleveland said, all right, Baker's sitting and see you later too, Baker. But obviously that's not happening right now. Yeah, not news. What is he supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, I see, yeah, he is a teammate. Yeah, I don't think it's news. It, it does make me just appreciate Baker, though. I mean, even – Look, you don't have to say anything at all. I mean, you could be very quick with your description. It just, I appreciate the toughness that Baker brings to the field. His on-the-field performance, though, play-wise, is another conversation. Okay. Adam Schefter suffered a meniscus tear that will require rest the next two weeks before doctors determine if surgery is needed. Hot news or not news, Diane? Finally, a story that is sizzling. Just so we can keep watching that video of him dancing uh, on Monday Night Football, which just it's so awful and embarrassing and as his friend and colleague i just i i have secondhand embarrassment at all times seeing it but uh hopefully he will be recover quickly get the surgery and get back on tv because i don't want to have to work more yeah it, it's hot news certainly because here's adam adam is now torn has a little bit of torn meniscus this is I, non-athlete though this is what happens when you try to do things that you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. is this real just use your yeah this use is your real. phones and find things out. Time out. Time out. This is real? Yeah. From from that dance? So, so he was dancing, <laughs> tore his meniscus, <laughs> and now is, re- is going to need surgery and recover. I mean, we talk about a nerd. Why yeah. his toes going up like that when he's doing a dance? And, it ain't it, supposed to be like that. It, I mean. It's his dance. Maybe it is. Here's the thing. Marcus I, Spears tweeted about it. Anyway, yes. Yeah, Mark, that's the best part. He yeah. gives the scoop to oh, an Marcus analyst. Yeah. The, an hour after I gave birth to my son, I texted Schefter and said I had a baby, and he broke the news. He couldn't even give me the scoop. Diana says Justin Fields starting <laughs> is not hot news. We're going to get into it. KJM ESPN Radio. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. 